came in. I was 21 and living with my grandmother. She was 83. Her prized possession was a princess phone with a dial that glowed in the dark. Maybe I could get Stuart to go to Glen Allen with me. Was my mission to help that desperate little girl just an excuse to see him? A few weeks earlier, he'd told me he was getting busier. He was a lawyer just hired by a good firm and wouldn't be able to see me as much. He hadn't called since then. I knew he must have met somebody else. Fast as I could, I drove from the telephone exchange building to his house on Monument Avenue. He had two roommates, Larry, a doctor in training, in medical residency, and Owen, who had a state job as an auditor. They'd all been friends at Hampton, Sydney, and bought the house as an investment. Larry, the doctor, had a habit of saying, Are you crazy? He had gas-flame blue eyes and a way of lowering his head like a bull about to charge. I didn't like him. Owen was quiet with a quick, sudden smile. I parked at the curb and saw they were having a party. Dressed-up people strolled toward the house. A Christmas tree glowed through the window. I smelled the deep blueness that means snows on the way. Only then did I realize I'd left my coat at work. Standing in the front door was Larry, the one I didn't like. A woman sang out, I thought you were going to Miami. I changed my mind, he called back. It's 80 degrees down there, the woman said. You could be driving your yummy little Corvette on the beach. Call me crazy, Larry said. He lowered his head as I approached. Well, hello. It's Janet, right? The operator? Is Stuart here? It's an emergency. What's the matter? Why don't you just call him up? He made a dialing motion with his fingers. I rushed past him. Inside, people danced and filled plates at the dining room table. Girls flitted by in angora sweaters with tiny puffed sleeves. Something tangled around my feet and I fell. The music stopped. Easy does it, a man said. Owen, the quiet one, helped me to my feet. Plug it back in, somebody yelled. I had tripped over an extension cord. Owen let go of my hand, and I saw Stuart with his arm around a girl. He came over and said, Merry Christmas, Janet. I'd like you to meet Winnie. How do you do? The girl said, smiling. Her red dress had white fur at the neck. If we were in a movie, Stuart would have said, Winnie's my sister. You thought she was my girlfriend? And Winnie would chime in, This old thing's my brother. Winnie and I would end up friends, and she'd be a bridesmaid in my wedding. Instead, Larry came up and said, Janet's got an emergency, but she wouldn't tell me what it is. Is this crazy or what? Music came back on, the crewcut singing Shaboom. I grabbed Stuart's hand and pulled him outside to explain. 
In a few minutes, we were in my car. He was driving. He hadn't stopped to get his coat, so both of us were cold as the dickens. Plus, it started to snow. He said, So, we're headed to a crime scene. Charlie and Bessie Turner might be dead. We could get killed, too. That little girl is so scared. If you'd heard her voice. Do you realize how nuts this is, Janet? Now you sound like Larry. I was mad. It might be a hoax. It might not be the Turner child at all. You didn't have to come. The suburbs were brilliant with decorations. Floodlit Santas on rooftops, trees beautiful with sapphire blue bulbs. In 15 minutes, we were in the country, where the roads were empty. Snow turned ditches and fields white.